This is the Flying Field Podcast. The Flying Field Podcast is a service of rcplaneviews.com and the Flying Field blog. This is episode 124. Off to a fast start. This episode was produced the week of February 23rd, 2014. Hello, modelers, and welcome to this edition of the Flying Field Podcast. Here in the Phoenix area, the RC year gets off to a fast start with a couple of world-class events. In fact, between the great flying weather and these events, I've been a little behind on the podcast. This edition of the Flying Field Podcast includes a report on the AMA Expo, the Arizona Electric Festival, and Desert Jet Storm. Like I said, things get off to a pretty fast start around here. So, let's us get started. The AMA Expo is held each year in early January in Ontario, California. This year, it was January 10th through the 12th. I took a day off from work and recruited a couple of club members to make the drive over to Ontario. Our plan was to hit the expo on Friday afternoon and Saturday morning and then head a couple of miles south to Chino, California and spend the afternoon at the Plains of Fame Museum. The trip to Ontario was about five hours and we got to the convention center at about 12.30. Things were already going strong with lots of visitors milling around the numerous vendors and displays. One of my favorite displays is the one from Horizon Hobby. They have a great display of new and recently released models, along with all the latest Spectrum ground and air transmitters. They also have a large staff of knowledgeable folks manning the display to answer questions. I was particularly interested in their new British Mosquito Bomber from World War II. It's a nice little foamy twin with great lines. I guess my love for the Mossy goes back to when I saw the movie 633 Squadron as a kid. The other big and busy displays were Nitro Planes and Banana Hobby. I also enjoy spending some time at one of the vendors who specializes in all kinds of small specialty tools. If you want a hemostat, small screwdriver, or other small tool, he's likely to have it, and cheap. Another favorite activity of mine is listening to the speakers who present throughout the expo. This year, I really enjoyed the NASA speaker, Albion Bowers, who spoke on why birds don't have vertical tails, and Jeff Skiles, who told the story of the Miracle on the Hudson plane crash from his point of view as the first officer. Pretty neat. Of course, AMA leaders are there and make themselves available to chat throughout the expo. It was another great show. As I mentioned, the planned itinerary also included a trip down to the Plains of Fame Museum. There are a couple of these around the country. The Chino Museum is a great place to lose yourself for a few hours if you like classic planes. One of the things I really like about the Plains of Fame is that for most of the aircraft, you can get right up next to them and see them up close. There are classic planes, rare planes from the early days of flight, of course, warbirds from several nations, and some early jets. 
It's really cool to head down to the museum and take some photos of the full-scale plane that you have a model of hanging in the garage back home. I spoke with my two traveling buddies about the show one morning in the hotel lobby. Here's how that conversation went. So after uh, the first first day, what was the impression of the uh, of the expo? What did uh, what you thought was the most and least cool? Well, I, I was impressed with the number of people, number of vendors. I was just I didn't think I did not expect that many vendors here, especially the number for being the starting day. Yeah. The number of, of spectators or attendees is quite more. Than yeah, on a Friday. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, as we head over there this this morning, it's probably going to be pretty significantly more yeah. uh, there on a Saturday. Did you find anybody that was particularly helpful or found what uh, was able to help you find what you were looking for? Yeah, the um, of course this is kind of well known. The Horizon people were always so helpful. Yeah, we talked with them and they were very very gracious. Was the, uh, and they're always helpful. What was the what was the thing that was on their mind over there? Last year it was the AS3X stuff. Did they have any anything new that they were particularly interested in talking with you about? Um, we, we were just kind of mingling, and uh, there was a lot of people talking about RC cars at that time. Oh, uh-huh. They were promoting some new RC cars. Because they've released you know, a couple of radios in the last year. The DX9 is new. Uh, re- fairly recently, then the 18 is about about a year old. Because they had a big um, World War II mosquito foam model yes, there. Yes, I looked, looked at that. Pretty, yeah, I looked at it. Looked nice. Really nice yeah. I hadn't seen that one advertised yet. Yeah, I talked to the guy about it because I said I have the micro of this. Oh, uh huh. And, and he says they fly real nice. I said, yeah. He said, well, this flies just as nice as the micro. So. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of rotating props. Yeah. And does, does it have an AS3X receiver in it, or was I it just believe so. Yeah. There was another guy was talking about a new engine that was fuel-injected. It was just a prototype he had there. Oh, really? Yeah. It uh, looked quite interesting. And he says, you know, it, you don't have no needle valve on it. Uh, and it, the computer adjusts the, the correct amount of fuel and air mixture to it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now you were looking for um, some motors and stuff. You were successful in that regard. Yes, uh, I found a electric motor that was uh, capable of flying the plane in the sixteen to twenty pound range. What I was looking for. Uh huh. So. I think the most fun we had up there, speaking for myself, I think Donald is, is the uh, in the demo flying area, uh-huh. and the young man stuck his plane in the seat. Uh-huh. And they spent a good 15, 20 minutes trying to knock it down with other airplanes. And it was just, it was a... So are there going to be any airplane boxes that fit in the car on the way home? I don't think so. But yeah, I don't think so either. The day's not over yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. There's a bit more of the day to go. An airplane was not on the list that I showed my wife, but I was going to I see. for. I see, okay. So, <laughs> I think I'll stick with that. Yeah, or figure out a way to get around the house while you sneak it in the garage. Is right. That? Yeah, right. <laughs> no, that's been there a long time. Uh. <laughs> the Arizona Electric Festival kicked off just two weeks later. The buzz had gotten going early on the RC Group's event thread, and registration was easy on the event's website. A multitude of Arizona model aviator volunteers pulled off another masterful performance. I counted pilot numbers deep into the 200s. 
One of the things many participants commented on was the opportunity to see and catch up with folks they only see at the AEF. A bunch of folks who are active on the RC Groups thread during the run-up to the event even hold an annual dinner. Although it seems like their choice of restaurant is a kiss of death to the establishment, as the previous couple of them have closed. Eh, just a coincidence, I'm sure. This year, flying was great, except for Friday morning, where strong winds kept all but the most adventurous grounded. I got several flights in early on Saturday morning, and then spent the rest of the day visiting with other modelers and watching some great flying. Within the event, there were several special activities planned. There was helicopter time reserved each morning and afternoon to prevent mixing fixed and rotary-winged aircraft, and the Saturday noontime demos included some top-notch aerobatic flying, slow-stick combat, a warbird gaggle, among other activities. Besides the flying, the vendor area was filled with a variety of folks with a great selection of parts, gadgets, planes, and other temptations. For the most part, I kept my wallet in my pocket, but there were a couple of necessary items that found their way home with me. There were a lot of big bags and boxes being carried into the parking lot. Speaking of stuff, I can't forget the pilot raffle. As in previous years, even the least expensive pilot prize nearly covered the registration fee, and many were quite valuable. These included models and a nice top-shelf radio and receiver combo worth several hundred dollars. I came home with a Power 25 size motor that's got a model waiting for it. As we all know, there are lots of various ways to enjoy the hobby. For me, one of the really interesting aspects is turbine models flown with actual small jet engines. Another local club, the Speed World Flyers, hosted their 8th annual Desert Jet Storm Rally the week of February 8th. I attended with AMA District 10 Vice President Lawrence Tugas, who flew in for the event. I was really impressed with the variety and quality of the models at the rally. Last year's rally had been canceled due to a legal dispute between the state and the club's landlord. With that settled, the club is now leasing directly with the state and has resumed its jam-packed event schedule. You just have to be impressed with some of the large, multi-thousand dollar models streaking through the sky. A couple of my favorite were an F-4 Phantom in navy colors, a beautiful BAE Hawk, and a Eurofighter. They were just beautiful. It hasn't been just events for me. I've made it out to the field most weekends and have been spending some quality workshop time too. Unfortunately, I've got more projects than time. I'm thinking the wife is probably thinking more projects than sense, but that's another story. Well, that brings us to the end of another Flying Field podcast. I've posted some of the pictures of the events on the show notes page, along with a link to my YouTube video of the AMA Expo. You can find them at www.flyingfieldblog.rcplaneviews.com. Click on the podcast category on the right side of the page. This was episode 124. Until next time, happy modeling and fly safe.